Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs. We're coming to you today once again from Sarasota, Florida. Uh, How's 2020 treating you? (laughs) Hey, thanks for jumping in. I hope this time together is encouraging. Uh, I have, gosh, I've been sick for the last uh, six days, six or seven days. And um, so give give uh, give me some love today. Give me some patience as you're listening, uh, I promise not to start rambling and sounding like Joe Biden. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, so anyway, we're back. Yes, great to be at the torch and uh, hope today is encouraging for you wherever you're at. If you're up late tonight, you're up early in the morning, grab your Bible. Yep, grab a cup of coffee, grab grab a hot tea, whatever you need to grab. Grab your Tylenol. <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay. All right, man, what a time we are in. We are about to uh, enter into August 2020, and um, it seems like every day uh, we are waking up over and over with just um, mayhem in the streets and anarchy and lawlessness, just insanity in the cities uh, from coast to coast. And <clears throat> like you, I'm incredibly grieved. Like you, I'm in prayer all the time. Uh, praying with my family, our church family, my wife, praying over our cities. And um, uh, my sleep patterns have been so unusual, uh, just up throughout the middle of the night, praying so much for America and moved and burdened uh, for our country. Um, But today, as you've taken these moments just to jump into the podcast, I am... uh, I'm believing the Lord is going to strengthen you. I know He's strengthening me just sitting here. Uh, we just we just pushed on through to get into the studio, get over here to the church today. Thankful Josiah is here with me. He's always here with me. But uh, so thankful that we can be together. Pray that this is an encouragement. And I just really pray for an impartation from the Holy Spirit today to lift every one of us. And um, I just want to make a, a declaration over our lives today that the Holy Spirit is going to navigate us through this storm to victory. Amen? Why don't you say that? The Holy Spirit is going to navigate us through this storm into victory. And I think it's so important. We have to learn how to navigate and learn how to soar in this present storm that we're in. And it requires the Holy Spirit. It actually requires a total trust in our Father God, knowing that the Holy Spirit is within us, that He's with us, that He's in us, that He's He's upon us. He is our teacher. He is the Spirit of truth. Remember that Jesus said His name would be called the Spirit of truth. He says, I, 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 will, I will not leave you as orphans, but I will come to you. I will send my very Spirit to you. He'll not just be with you. He will be in you. And He is the Spirit of of truth. I'm going to read the scripture uh, before we go to our main scripture. I'm just going to read out of 2 Timothy 
chapter 3. This is the Passion Translation. <clears throat> in verse 1, it says, But you need to be aware that in the final days, the culture of society will be extremely fierce. Hello. Hello. People will be self-centered lovers of themselves. They'll be obsessed with money. They will boast about great things. They'll strut around in their arrogant pride. And they will mock all that is right. You know, before I read on, when I, when I look right now at the absolute assault um, on the church by these demonized governors that are so willful to try to shut down the church, as I think about that, I'll tell you, I'm so proud of our friend Sean Foyt out there in California who's been going up and down the coast uh, holding these outdoor uh, events of worship right on the ocean in total defiance saying we will not be silent. I like to say this, worship is a thank you that refuses to be quiet. Hallelujah. Worship is a thank you that refuses to be quiet. And you know what, folks? Listen, uh, the government cannot legislate your worship. The, 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 uh, the government cannot flip the on and off switch on your worship. That is your God-given right that no one can take from you. And I'm so thankful for Sean. I saw him this morning, early this morning on Fox and Friends. He did an outstanding job. If this gets to Sean, Sean, we love you. I know I've already written you, but man, I love you. Brent and I are praying for you. Our church family, our partners around the country are praying for you. And we love you, so be strengthened. But there's an all-out assault right now. It says that they will, they will boast of great things. They'll strut around in their arrogant pride, and they'll mock all that is right. And I'll tell you what, my pastor friends, Listen, you need to be encouraged and strengthened out there. Do not shut down your churches. Keep the doors of your churches open. Walk in humility, but walk in courage. Walk in boldness. Walk in authority. Walk in your constitutional rights. That's right. Walk in your constitutional rights and don't be afraid. Amen? All right, I got to take a drink. Say amen. Amen. Come on. We've got to learn how to navigate within the storm. And we are in an epic storm and no one's exempt of the storm, but it's how you navigate. It's, it's where you place your affections. It's where you set your heart upon how you will be able, able to navigate effectively into triumph and into victory in this hour. Now, I'm going to direct our attention to a, a very, very well-known scripture for just a minute, and it's found in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, and it says, but those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. See, I, I love this because waiting Waiting is actually what develops our inner life. And it develops our inner life of trusting in the Lord. I, I remember when, I mean, my son is 20 now, and my daughter's 19. I remember when they were just kids, little kids. And when we were trying to teach them what faith really is, I would always say, guys, faith is just simply trusting God with all of your heart. 
But what happens is, is when we wait upon the Lord, when we're in a time, when we're in a time of storms and adversity and winds and rain, uh, metaphorically, obviously speaking, beating upon our lives. And I, I say metaphorically, we're actually <laughs> we're starting to brace for uh, another tropical storm coming to Sarasota in just two days. So, yes, yes, indeed. But <clears throat> what happens is, is when we wait, we it begins to develop our inner life. As we wait on the Lord, as we spend quality time with God and we say, God, I just completely place my life in your hands. I trust you completely. And you know, the Lord is worthy of our trust. Now, notice what this verse says. It says that you will mount up. I just want to speak over every one of you listening today. Those of you that will get a hold of this podcast, God desires for you to mount up and soar powerfully in the winds of the Spirit in this hour. That's God's will for you and I. That's God's will over Brian. That's God's will for you. God's desiring that you mount up and soar, that you come up and out of any level of weariness, out of any level of fainting, and that you get stronger, that you get younger, that you get more fierce, that you become more bolder, that you become more uh, discerning, that you become sharper in the spirit of understanding, in the spirit of revelation, in the spirit of wisdom, in the spirit of counsel, in the spirit of power, and the fear of the Lord. And I'm just quoting Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. That God would give us the prophetic eyes of the eagle. He wants us to wait in quality time with Him, developing the peace in our inner life, in our inner world, but also that we develop the eyes of the eagle, that the Lord gives us his eyes to see. Boy, do we have to see properly in this hour. You know, the devil right now is seeking to blind the masses. And I'll tell you what, he's doing a, a, a pretty stand-up job right now through the false prophets of the media. The media is out there with all of their propaganda, all of their filth, and all their corruption working with the enemy, preaching his lies, bullying his, his pulpit. But the Holy Spirit is the exact opposite of that spirit that is within this world. The Holy Spirit desires to release to us real truth. You know, something interesting that my wife and I learned many years ago about the eagle concerning the eagle's vision, there's no other bird that will try to attack an eagle in full flight because they're, they're so powerful, they're so majestic, they're so overpowerful for any other fowl to try to attack. They will not try to attack the eagle or take you know a, a fish from an eagle. They'll have to gather other fowl to try to do it. But what happens is, is that the eagle has like this ultraviolet lens within its eye capacity. And what happens when it's attacked like that from a group of birds in flight, it will turn and it will literally begin to fly directly into the sun. And it pulls down that ultraviolet lens and it's able to fly right into the sun. No other bird has that capability. They've not been wired like that. So they cannot follow the eagle into the sunlight. Now, it's such a powerful prophetic 
prophetic vision for us to understand that when we're under attack, what we need to do is turn and fly directly into the sun. S-O-N, are you with me out there? See, when it's inside of a storm, you have to be able to see properly. And if we're going to see properly, we need the illumination of the Holy Spirit in this hour. Listen, my friend, you're not smart enough. I'm not talking down to you. I'm talking to myself. We're not smart enough. I'm not smart enough. Okay? We can't trust in our own uh, limited ability of wisdom or our own strength or our own thoughts. We need the illumination of the Holy Spirit right now. I want to direct our attention to the prophet Ezekiel. And the prophet Ezekiel has this electrifying, profound encounter with the Lord. He gives this description of an encounter that he has in the heavens being opened before him. He's experiencing these breathtaking visions of God, the throne of God, the four living creatures before the throne of God. And then he sees Jesus before the throne. I'm going to take you into these scriptures And this is Ezekiel, if you've got your Bibles, this is Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 4. And then we're going to look at verses 25 through 28. He says, and then I look and behold a whirlwind, or you could say a storm. (laughs) A whirlwind was coming out of the north. A great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself. And brightness was all around it and And radiating out of the midst was the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. It was literally a firestorm. He is seeing this unprecedented firestorm breaking loose. And he says this raging fire is engulfing on itself. Then you jump down to verse 25 and we read on. And he says, the voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads And whenever they stood, they let down their wings and above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne in the appearance of a sapphire stone. And the likeness of the throne was the likeness on, excuse me, on, on the likeness of the throne was the likeness of an appearance of a man high above it. And from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around. Like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of of the brightness of it all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. Wow. Jesus Christ, this heavenly man, this this burning man, the son of man, the son of Abraham, the son of David, the son of God, this one with burning, holy, pure fire. Ezekiel says, I looked upon him. He was an all-consuming, burning one. Oh, I love this. Now, in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10 and 11, I'm reading now out of the New King James Version. It says, and at that time, 
or excuse me, at that at that name. Again, I'm not going to turn into Joe Biden. Just stay with me. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of a hard time reading today. I'm I am literally just overcoming some of the sickness that we've been dealing with at Casa Gibbs. So, shakalaka. I'm glad you're with me. All right, stay with me. At that time, and at that name, uh, the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Those in heaven and those in the earth and those under the earth, which means in the demonic realm. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Folks, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I want you to remember something in the midst of this storm. When you look, when you, <laughs> you look at the spiritual landscape of the United States of America, you look at the wolves and the demons and the minions that are tormenting this nation purposely. Those that are trying to shut down the church, those are, that, that are trying, trying to shut down the, the government, trying to shut down the states, trying to shut down business, trying to shut down the president. There is coming a day where the God mockers and the God haters, they are going to have to bow their knee and confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That day is coming. And I'll tell you what, that's a fearful day. Nancy Pelosi's going to have to do it, friend. That's right. It's coming. That day is coming. All of those pulling the puppet strings right now and putting all of this hell on our nation. A storm can be defined as this, a storm. It's a, it's a disturbance in the air above the Earth's atmosphere. And it manifests itself by winds or unusual forces of direction. It's often accompanied by a rain or a, a snow or a hail or a thunder or a lightning or flying sand or dust or a heavy fall of rain or snow of hail or a violent outbreak, a violent outbreak of thunder or lightning accompanied by strong winds. In the verb tense, it means to attack. A storm means to attack or to rush upon or to capture a place to deliver a violent attack of fire as with artillery. That's, that's what a storm is. I said earlier, see, no one is exempt of this present storm that we are in. We are in the midst of an epic warfare right now but what should be carrying the sons and daughters of god what should be lifting and carrying us is not the natural winds of the storm it must be the winds and the wisdom of the holy spirit that is carrying us right now into unprecedented triumph and victory if we can wait upon the lord set ourselves apart if we can wait upon the Lord, set ourselves apart, develop that inner peace in your life. Develop your inner world. Develop your inner life by spending quality time with the Lord. If you do that, my friend, he's going to carry you into an unprecedented place of peace. And I like to say this, the glory of God has to look like something. The glory of God looks like the peace of the Lord and the Holy Spirit resting upon God's people in this hour. See, the Holy Spirit is the one that has to be setting the standard 
for lifting us and mounting us and raising us in this hour, that we we build a, a heavenly trajectory, that our updraft is into the heavenly realm, that we gain power, that we gain clarity, that we gain understanding over all the works of the devil so that we're not duped, so that you're not being duped out there by all of this storm and this rage of the age, this political, this geopolitical storm, this the raging religious storm, the merging and morphing of all these religious storms, the conforming and the compromising that's coming together, this raging hellstorm of violence and anarchy and global propaganda, this informational storm. We've got to be caught up into the upward ascending drafts of the Spirit of God so that we can soar and navigate by the Holy Spirit above it all. Remember this, my friend. Listen to me out there. Jesus reigns above it all. Never lose sight of that. Never lose sight of your spiritual equilibrium. The Lord reigns above this all. Yes, you're just like everybody else. You're going to have days where you feel like, oh my gosh, this is pitiful. I can't hardly take it anymore. Here's my encouragement. This is what I do. I go into the quietness of the inner chamber of me and my wife's bedroom. I break open the scriptures. I break open worship. I lift my hands and I begin to exalt the Lord. And I let the upward draft of heaven carry me in heavenly places and say, Lord, strip away from me all of the fallacies of everything and the fantasies of what's going on in this world. All of the garbage, all the barrage, all the smoke and mirrors. Lord, give me pure eyes to see. Give me your heavenly perspective. You need to say it today, my friends. Say it over your life. The Lord reigns over my life. The Lord reigns over my life. Let the storm of the Spirit of God lift you above it all. I love this scripture out of John chapter 3. This is when Nicodemus... The Pharisee Nicodemus came, came seeking Jesus out in the night hour. And Jesus answered him in verse 5. This is chapter 3, verse 5. He says, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And do not marvel that I say this to you, that you must be born again. See, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you can't tell where it comes from or actually even where it's going. And so it is everyone who is born of the Spirit. What was Jesus saying? Those that are born of the Spirit, they're literally like the wind. They move in the currents of God. They move in the currents and the wind, the, <clears throat> the wind and the power of the Spirit of God. Once again, folks, this is what should be moving us in this hour. We should be carried in the updraft of the Spirit of God, not the winds of this world. Colossians chapter 1. Let me give you some good Bible. Come on. Are you being strengthened? You being encouraged? Come on. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. It says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Hallelujah. That is my declaration all the time. God has delivered me from the power of darkness and he has conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. I'll tell you, Josiah, God is helping me right now. I'm telling you, I feel the fire of God 
starting to hit me in this broadcast right now. And I'm telling you, it's the strength of the Lord. It is, it is not my natural man whatsoever. He has delivered us from the powers of darkness. He has conveyed. What does the word conveyed mean? It means transferred. He has carried us or transferred us into the kingdom of, of his son of his love. And whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. See, if I've been conveyed somewhere, it means I've been picked up and I've been transported and carried from one place to another. You see where I'm going with this? The Lord wants to take a hold of you today and convey you and carry you and lift you up out of the natural nonsense and carry you into the heavenly places seated far above, high above every principality, throne, dominion, every worker of iniquity, where you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You know, I know something about the storms. I've talked about this before. I, my wife and I come from the Midwest. My wife's from Ohio. I'm from Illinois. I remember um, uh, just a couple years ago, we were back visiting Bryn's uh, brother and uh, all of her sisters and her mom and dad, and we were in the car with a number of them, and we went through where a record tornado, the storm had come through and literally was lifting up entire two-story houses, picking them up through the storm and conveying them and transporting them miles away and dropping them into another cornfield. We're talking two-story, huge mammoth houses and dropping them miles away. Folks, that's power. But let me tell you what's beyond that power. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit that is more powerful than all of the armies on the earth combined that is within you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives and dwells in you. He is a powerhouse. He is the unstoppable fire. He is the unquenchable fire within you. He's the one giving you strength even now as you're listening to this this podcast. Even now, the Holy Spirit is quickening you. The Holy Spirit is giving you the eyes of the eagle. He's breathing illumination, freshness into your spirit. He's strengthening your arms and your, your hands to be able to stand and your legs and your knees to be able to stand in this hour. Hallelujah. I want to give you a picture tonight as you're listening of the keeping power of the Holy Spirit. Let's take a drink. Oh, yeah. I want to give you a, a, a picture of the keeping power of the Holy Spirit that is lifting you, picking you up out of the storm, carrying you to safety, safety emotionally, safety physically, safety spiritually into the presence of God where he provides for his sons and daughters sound mind. He he provides for his sons and daughters clarity where we are free from fear and we're taken into a supernatural peace that transcends all understanding. The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians 4 and verse 7, he says, the peace of God that literally transcends all understanding, it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The Lord is the keeper of your heart, my friend. Say it with me. The Lord is the keeper of my heart. The Lord is the keeper of my soul. 
It transcends all understanding. The peace of the Holy Spirit transcends all understanding. And he will keep your heart and your mind in this hour. I wish Moses was here on the torch. Moses would tell you tonight. He would tell you confidently. He would say, he would tell you, hey, I was standing. I was standing on the banks of the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army was coming to destroy me. There seemed literally to be no way out. Literally to be no way out. I wrote a little song that says, He's the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Yes, I'm teasing. I did not write the song. Do not email me. But he is. God is the way maker. He's the miracle worker. Moses would be singing that today. He is the way maker. He blew open the Red Sea. And the people of God, the sons and daughters of God, they walked through on dry ground. And God closed that sea on the enemy. They never saw Pharaoh or the enemy any longer. Hallelujah. I wish Daniel was here on the torch with me today. Daniel would tell you. He would tell you confidently he was in the worst storm of his life. There he was, worst storm of his life. He was thrown into the den full of hungry lions, but God shut their mouths. And, and what happened was, is it's a prophetic picture that he was teaching Daniel how to rule in the midst of his enemies. God made a way that where there literally seemed to be no way, but literally Daniel was ruling in the midst of his enemies, just like it says of Jesus prophetically of the Messianic Psalm, Psalm 110. He says, sit here, sit here at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. And you will rule in the midst of your enemies. Hallelujah. And that's who we are, the priesthood of Melchizedek, learning how to rule even now in the midst of present enemies. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were here today, they would tell you confidently they were in the greatest storm of their life. They wouldn't bow down. They wouldn't bow down to the Babylonian God, to the ba Babylonian image, the, the, the leader. They said, there's no way, regardless of what the storm brings us, we're not going to do it. We're not bowing down to this. I'm going to go ahead and just read out of, uh, let's see, let's pull it up here. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there you are. And they answered, they said to the king, verse 16, they said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter that in this case, our God, whom, whom we serve, he's able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, verse 18, don't, don't miss that, verse 18. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve other gods. That's right. We do not, we do not serve other gods. We will not worship the golden image which you have set up. And then Nebuchadnezzar, he was full of fury. And the expression on his face towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it had changed. His face changed. A lot of faces are changing in this hour. He spoke and commanded that they should heat, uh, heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. He commanded certain mighty men of valor who were with the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace that these men were bound in their coats and their trousers and their turbans and other garments 
and they were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Don't miss verse 22. Here we come. Here we come. Look who comes into the fire. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then those three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. Oh, come on. What's getting ready to happen? Let's turn it up. King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. <laughs> he rose in haste. He spoke to the counselors. Didn't we just cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Then they answered and they said, oh, true, O king. But look, he says, I see four men loosed, four men not bound, not bound. You need to hear that prophetically, not bound, but loosed, walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the form and the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Glory to God. What am I getting at? I'm telling you, folks, you will never be alone. Wherever you are at, wherever you're at driving in your car right now, wherever you're at in your house, out for a jog, wherever you're at listening to this, listen, my brother, my sister, you are not alone. You need to be reminded the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives and dwells within you. He is a mighty, unstoppable, unquenchable fire. He is the burning man. He is the heavenly man who lives within you. You will not be stopped in this hour. You will not be silenced in this hour. You will mount up on wings as eagles. You will run. You will not grow weary. You will walk. You will, not, you will walk and you will not faint. You're going to face adversity. You're going to face backlash. You're going to face tribulation and storms. Know this. The Lord your God is with you. Be bold. Be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. He is in the midst of the storm. The Lord knows everything about your financial battle right now. The Lord knows everything about your health crisis. He is with you even now. Pull aside. Pull aside. Wait on the Lord. Let Him renew your strength. Let this time develop your inner life. Develop your inner trust. Because I'll tell you what I see, my friend. I see the firestorm coming. I see the revelation of Jesus Christ and the coming of the kingdom on the horizon coming to America and the nations. We are racing to an epic crescendo of time right now. It's called the end of the age. And I personally believe here in America, that's where we're at. We're going to see the greatest outpouring of the spirit even in the midst of trials, persecution, all of the midst of it, it's going to be parallel tracks. We're going to continue to see much persecution against the church, but the glorious church without spot or wrinkle that is being taken through the fire. And who will be that true bride of Christ without spot, blemish, or wrinkle is going to be raised up in power and released in mighty exploits in signs and wonders and miracles, we are going to be thrusted into the greatest harvest of souls 
So listen, my friend, whatever battle you're in, don't you lose sight of where we are going. Yes, you're in a battle. Yes, you're facing adversity. But you are being equipped and trained for the days of victory and triumph that are just ahead of us. We are about to enter into the greatest move of God that is beyond anything we have ever conceptually imagined. We are going to be thrusted into it. You're going to see us right in the midst of it. And I'll tell you what, as for me and my house, we're being prepared for it. I know Brian's being prepared for it. I know you're being prepared for it. So ready yourself. Spend quality time with God. Listen, there's no quick fix, folks. You can't get in enough, uh, 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 get, get in enough lines and have you know, everybody and their brother pray for you until you go bald. No, it, it comes by spending quality time with the Holy Ghost and getting filled with fresh fire, filled with the anointing, filled with the word of the Lord, placed like fire in your belly and fire in your mouth. And that you will not compromise this word in your own personal life. And you'll not compromise it when you become a voice for God. And you stand before the God mockers and the God haters of this hour. And you, you declare the word of the Lord. And I'm telling you, there's a harvest out there that's going to hear and heed the word of the Lord. And they're going to come in. I'll tell you what, multitudes and multitudes of millions of millions and millions and even billions of souls throughout the world are about to be saved. And I believe America shall be saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Listen, you've been with us on the torch. It's been great being with you today. Uh, <laughs> man, the Lord has helped me. He has powered me up. Uh, like I said, I've been sick for the last six or seven days. I am so thankful. Josiah, I am so thankful we are here, bud. God is so good. God is so good. Hold on. I got to get another drink. Whoo. All right. I feel so good. I'm craving some Reese Pieces. That means I'm feeling good. Glory. Okay. Listen, I'm so glad you've been with us today. Listen, I just pray the strength of the Lord. The Holy Spirit just hugs you today. I pray the Lord just gives you a huge, huge hug. You're never alone, my friend. You're never alone. God is with you. God loves you so deeply. You are so treasured by God. You are so loved by Him. You are His chosen one. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. <laughs> Your eternity is sealed by the blood of Jesus. We have so much to look forward to. So much to look forward to. God, it's so good. Well, listen, I just pray the Lord has strengthened you during this time. Thanks for making it a priority. Thanks for being with us on the torch. And um, I am going to have to make a very special announcement. We are about to go right into the month of August. And it is my wife and I's 25-year anniversary. Me and my lovely lady. For those of you that are watching, of course, you can see this. This is Bren. Man, my wife is amazing. She is amazing i love my bride 25 year anniversary 25 years of full-time ministry we are taking this entire next month of august to celebrate um it's been hard we're, we're not able to break away and go back to italy or go back to israel or do something absolutely spectacular that we've always dreamed about uh, for our 25 year anniversary uh, but we are going to take some time away, enjoy the great state of Florida and some beaches and just enjoy our time with one another. So 
Um, I am going to be stepping away for the next several weeks from the torch, so make sure that you understand that, know that. If you're looking for some more broadcast, um, we do have the Bold as Lions, which comes every Wednesday. Those are already recorded and ready to come to you. Every Wednesday, you're going to be able to jump right into those, our Bold as Lions um, online devotional, which those are fantastic. And, and uh, Josiah and I have been here. He's helped me so much just to uh, put these together and work through this to, to submit those to you to be a blessing. So listen, we love you guys. And uh, for those of you that are partners around the country, I know this is going to be emailed and sent out on different platforms. I want to thank all of our partners, our Light the Fire ministry partners for the last 25 years that have supported my wife and I. Uh, of course, if you want to give um, a special gift as well for our 25-year anniversary, and, and I'm saying this because many people have reached out to us and desire just to, just to sow a, a seed into our lives, and I want to thank you for that. I truly want to thank you for that. And on the behalf of my wife and I, we want to thank you for that. You can sow that at VictoryFLA.com, VictoryFLA.com. So, listen, we love you. We bless you. May the Lord strengthen you. Keep eating the Word be encouraged. Remember this, the future does not belong to the God mockers or the God haters. The future belongs to the righteous and God's righteous sons and daughters. They are bold as lions. All right, stay encouraged. Keep the fire burning. Keep the torch burning. Hallelujah. I will see you soon. Be blessed.